Now, we know that our Aboriginal liaison officers, they're a really important part of the Northern Territory's police force, a role which does help to provide expertise across the force and also support a focus on real proactive and inclusive engagement within the Northern Territory's community. Now, I know that there's probably plenty of people out there wondering exactly what they do, how it all works, um, and we do know that the Northern Territory Police are currently recruiting more of our wonderful Aboriginal liaison officers. And joining me in the studio, to tell us a little bit more about what they do is Karen Elegate, who is the Executive Director of Community Resilience and Engagement. Uh, good morning to you, Karen. Good morning, Katie. Thanks for having me on. Lovely to have you in the studio. Um, firstly, Karen, tell us a little bit more about the work that the Aboriginal Liaison Officers do. So, Katie, the Aboriginal Liaison Officers are a tri-service public servant role. So, um while their focus is in remote working really closely and being supervised by the officers in charge of those remote stations, yep. the aim is to, over time, develop and skill the ALOs up to be able to assist and work with the agency in emergency management, in bushfire management, so really, really take advantage of their ability to be on the ground in their own communities. Yeah, right. And so are they just based in communities at the moment or do we see them around Darwin and everywhere? Where are they? So at the moment, Katie, we have Aboriginal liaison officers across the Territory. Uh, we have a team in Alice Springs, a team in Uindamu, Wadai, Kintor, Tennant Creek, Galawinku, Lajamanu, Boralula, uh, Daly River, Timber Creek, Hearts Range, Warramiang, Santa Teresa and Manangrida. We do have one ALO officer that is in my team here in Darwin as well. And Karen, how do you find, like particularly uh, when you're out in some of those communities and well, all around the Northern Territory, how do you find um, those Aboriginal liaison officers sort of help to, you know, to make sure that that, I suppose, that that relationship between the police and the community is a really good one? So the Aboriginal liaison officers are recruited because of their... Uh, cultural expertise and their ability to understand and work within their own communities so their local recruits from within their communities yep. they really uh, have to go through quite a rigorous uh, application process to become an ALO they need to be uh, endorsed and recognised from their community as a suitable applicant, somebody that is a good ambassador and can represent their community appropriately. Yep. They need to be endorsed by the traditional owners and cultural elders of the community. And they also need to be uh, endorsed and comfortable with the officer in charge of the community. Now, when we get to that stage, my team, uh, which is the Community Resilience and Engagement Command, uh, I have a number of sworn staff in the team, um, Aboriginal police officers as well as public servants. Yep. We then go and meet in community with those potential ALO applicants just to talk them through the roles and responsibilities and make sure that they're the right fit for the role. Yeah, right. It sounds like there's actually quite a bit that goes on behind the scenes before you can actually be appointed mm. as an ALO. How many have we got at the moment? So at the moment, Katie, we've recruited 35 mm -hmm. Aboriginal liaisons on officers since late October last year. Uh, we are actively recruiting now, so we've never had to advertise. It's really 
uh, linking in and working with community to make sure that they have the right people for the roles. Uh, we are having another course that's coming up in late March that'll go through to April. Yep. But we're actively always looking for the right people in their community. So 35 right now, but you are about to um, to do that additional course, so April, as you yes. just said there. Um, so what are, you know, who are you looking for and are you looking for anybody that's sort of based in Darwin or are you out headhunting people? How's it, uh, how's it work? So we've already got several applicants from across the Territory. Uh, they they are uh, from areas that we haven't recruited from previously. Yeah. Uh, we've also got uh, a number of people who want to be ALOs when the time is right for them. There are people that um, are family members of the Aboriginal community police officers, for instance, mm -hmm. those kids coming up through their community that really aspire to be part of the Northern Territory Police Fire and Emergency Services. Yep. So we have an active waiting list, but we also have several applications at the moment. Uh, we have got a few applications from the Baggett community in Darwin, which is fantastic. Uh, the mixture of the age demographics is both young and old. We have a lot of young people who are keen to join us, yep. but we also have employed currently a number of uh, older people who really have that cultural authority within their communities. Uh, most of the ALOs that re we recruit talk in language, which is really, really integral in that community engagement mm -hmm. role that they play. Uh, and they really have that cultural authority to be able to represent their community make decisions with their community elders and really be that linkage between their community and the police within their community. How have you found it? Like, how have you found um, that those officers have gone since, you know, since commencing October last year and since sort of starting in some of those communities? What's it been like? Uh, it's It has been challenging for some. Uh, others, we have some really amazing people that yep. have embraced the role and actively led a lot of community engagement activities. We've got uh, one of our ALOs, for instance, in Elliot, who is actively engaged with the school there. He makes it his business to go out around every morning and pick up all the sleepyhead kids and take yep. them to school. Uh, we have another ALO in... Uh, Daily River. He mm -hmm. recently set up a community fun day for his whole community. He pretty much initiated that off his own back. We had the police uh, horses there and the police dogs. Yep. We set up like a water slide and just a barbecue. Yeah. So really linking into community, those efforts. Um, we're really looking for people who are passionate about making a difference in their community, who uh, understand the role that the police, fire and emergency services can play to make a difference in their community. Yeah. Uh, really looking for people who want to step up. There is also a career path that my team has mapped out uh, for the ALOs. So we have a number of Aboriginal liaison officers currently that have applied to be Aboriginal community police officers. So we're just waiting to see how they go. Yep. Uh, and then we have a number of 
are obviously ACPOs that are ready to transition into the constable stream. So I think I met one of them a couple of weeks yeah. ago. She was a great young woman. Yes, yeah. so there's a lot of enthusiasm, a lot of passion across our agency to work with the ALOs, mm. grow, grow them as a really key resource in our team. And really, uh, the opportunities and the role of an ALO is quite endless. It's so, something we're really passionate about. Karen, where can people go or how can they find out a little bit more information if they are listening this morning and think I know the perfect person or I am the perfect person for this job. So for any potential ALOs, Katie, that would like to get in touch with us can call my team on 8985 7026 or 8985 My team is really there to mentor, support and guide uh, prospective ALOs but also the existing ALOs. Yeah. We provide a lot of mentoring. We help them with their day-to-day challenges. A lot of the ALOs live really, really complex lives and uh, absolute credit to them that they're able to come into work every day. They they live and work in two worlds really yeah. and they're able to uh, represent their community professionally and really dig in and work with us when the times are tough. Oh, good stuff. Well, I think it sounds like a really good thing and um, particularly like you were saying there, how one of those ALOs in the community picking the kids up for school and stuff like that and it really sort of changes I think that relationship with the police and children or, or really promotes that good relationship uh, with the Territory Police and, and with the children in the community which is hopefully a really good thing. Yeah, absolutely. Karen, lovely to speak with you this morning. I really Really appreciate your time and appreciate you coming in and telling us a bit more about all Thanks, of that. Thanks, Katie. Thank you.